The third season of the business podcast Grow Now will address a multitude of questions that every entrepreneur has encountered or has asked himself at least once. The untold story of what an entrepreneur's life is made of, the enthusiasm and the true beauty of entrepreneurship, a journey that happens either because of necessity or due to the opportunities presented. But is it for everyone? Join us for the answers that this exciting new season has in store. Hello everyone and welcome to the Entrepreneur Story, the new season of the Grow Now podcast. My name is Raluca Gomeja. I'm an international business owner, speaker, consultant, coach, and mostly what I do these days is supporting entrepreneurs grow their life and their businesses. I have two big passion in life, one for people and one for businesses. So seeing people and businesses grow, it is what gives me a sense of purpose. In this new season, I'll be focusing on sharing secrets to open and grow any businesses. These are the stories nobody shares, the tips, the real truths of what it means to have a business and live an entrepreneurial life. Nobody prepares us to be or become an entrepreneur. There is no specific school for it, and most of successful entrepreneurs who can share their stories are too busy to do so. So providing you have wondered, would it be good for me to have my own business? Do I really have what it takes to be successful? Or now that I started and see the struggle with it, should I keep going or stop before it's too late? Or gosh, I really work hard. I wonder why my business is not longer growing. This and so many more answers in this new season. While you may listen to this podcast while driving or doing something in parallel, I will definitely encourage you to take notes, at least for the tips and things to do, as this is the best way not only to remember, but also to implement, because the key is implementation. And as most entrepreneurs have no time, we'll keep it short, 10-15 minutes per week, so you can actually make time for you and your business. People ask me, is this the right moment to start something different, to be innovative, to implement things? Sure it is. Most of us are afraid to invest or even start working with an expert to find ways further. This podcast could be the affordable way to actually start doing and see the results before you decide to invest in working with someone. Ready? Let us start this beautiful story of entrepreneurs. Hello, my dear friends, my dear listeners, and welcome to The Entrepreneur Story the untold story of what an entrepreneur life is made of. In today's episode, as promised, I'll be focusing on the myth, the dream people have about having their own business and the five common mistakes most do. If you remember from the previous episode, entrepreneurs are rather a minority, between five to a maximum, maximum 10% nowadays. So we have on one hand, a small numbers of entrepreneurs around the world. And on the other hand, a lot of them not surviving the first three to five years. I mean, more than 20% do not survive the first year and only less than 30 succeed after five years. And we also observe that the most businesses need a, a three years mark to make it, I mean, to be stable and profitable. Now, the point of all these figures is just to set the scene. 
I know it may be depressing and some of you may think, I mean, why even bother? While, while others will just fight back with me saying, I'm not a statistic. And of course you are not a statistic. And if you did not get it so far, I'm absolutely passionate about businesses and I believe in the power entrepreneurs have and why this is and could be the future of business in general and the real future for most people. Yet, my whole point is we need to be realistic about it. So let's see, what are the most common mistakes people make and how could we or you avoid them, providing you are about to start a business? You see, when you think about a business, few common mistakes are keep coming up. I've shared with you before, we have our International Business Club in Paris with members from different parts of the world. And we have seen it over and over while working with business owners or business owners-to-be or wannabe as I call them. Sometimes I just call them dreamers. But here are some examples. I'll take them one by one. Um, people think about, you know, like when they start a business and what they should reconsider, you know, before it's too late and before they set it up for failure. Okay, so number one is something I hear all the time. I want to do what I always loved. Therefore, I want to you know, start a business so I can only do what I love. Well, while this is nothing wrong, you know, with doing what we love, the truth is that when it comes to business, it is not longer about ourselves. Doing what we love is called a hobby. I mean, doing what is serving others, what brings value to a specific market and to specific people, that's what goes into a business. I mean, please don't get me wrong. I know, I know plenty of entrepreneurs who love their life and what they do. And there is nothing wrong in turning your hobby into a business when that works fine. Yet, most, as I call them, dreamers, start with this idea that they will create a business out of something they love. They are unhappy with their work and they want to create their own business. I mean, how many times we hear someone wanting to, I don't know, become a coach because they love people? While this is a clear condition to go into a coaching business, for example, there is far or there are far many others conditioned to make a coaching business successful or for a person to become a successful coach. I mean, the example could be very similar in any other areas than coaching. The reality hits those people harder than they ever expected in maximum 6 to 12 months. Yet, the core question is back to why should anyone work or buy or pay for what I offer. Is the fact I love my product and my service a good enough reason for anyone to actually pay for it? Now, the second one is that I want to make money fast. I mean, this one is a classic. As one of the most successful people I know, it's one of my most important mentors in life and business and a dear friend of mine, he says, there is no such thing as easy, fast made money. And the truth is, when we get so much focus on the fact that we want to see money coming, most of the time, they are not. And there is a good logic behind it. No matter how great is the product or the service that our business is providing, there is an energy behind it that us buyers, we feel. Think of some 
advertising, for example, or some social media marketing, does it look somehow too manipulative? Um, does it feel they push it too badly? Do we switch off the TV or social media when it comes to it? You see, that is a great sign of how much the business intent or the owner intent is to make money fast versus to serve in a sustainable way. Now, number three, I think. I know better when I'm actually clueless. I mean, the world is full of knowing all and pretending till I'm making it, people. And the tough reality is that most of the time when we start a business, it's like anything else we do for the very first time. We may know the theory, yet we discover a completely different reality. We may ignore how difficult running a business is, or simply we had no clue of what that will look like. In which case, going to partner with some people who can add to our business or having an advisor or a consultant or even a business coach can make a huge difference. The opposite may actually endanger the success of the business itself. I mean, no matter how much the business owner is convinced he, she is right um, of going by himself, herself or himself. I mean, usually they would say like, why shall I pay someone? They are not smarter than me. You know, that's the kind of argument I hear. You see, on a side note, a business involves not only knowing how to do one thing well, let's say how to coach if we keep the same previous example, but all of the things basically, how to market, how to sell, how to make reports and deal with number, how to create a strategy, a vision, an action plan, how to hire and fire people and so forth. So it's very rare for one person to know better in all of this area, isn't it? And one of the, yeah, I think it's number four, isn't it? It's, it's about, I want more free time. And this is the one that is making me laugh or smile uh, most of the time. Because as disappointing it may be for some of us, the reality is, as an entrepreneur, we don't have much free time. I mean, most of the entrepreneurs take no holidays. Or let's say, when they do, they still have their business with them. They cannot afford to just not think of their business because they are on holidays. Employees, on the contrary, can avoid focusing on their work or job during vacation. True entrepreneurs, they do have a passion for what they do. They fall in love with their clients. They enjoy working and actually they don't longer think as work. You know, that's one of the secrets. They see it either as a service or something they really like. But in my experience, I don't know, honestly, I don't know any business people or business owner, entrepreneurs, the way you want to call them, who have more free time than employees. Now, now that we know those, you know, four, I think it's four, yeah, four mistakes people make, so I will just resume them fast for you. I want to do what I always love, I want to make money fast, I know better when I'm actually clueless, and I want more free time, right? So now that we know about those mistakes, here are some questions, five of them that are a little bit more important to consider when you consider or when you really think about starting a business. So question number one is, how much am I willing to serve? I mean, for real, how much am I willing to give up on 
my time or my freedom to build up this business. Very few successful entrepreneurs I know are able to take any day off or holidays to start with. Question number two, how much am I willing to give? To give means to do something for others. How much this new concept will ease the life of people or other businesses? What difference it will make in the market? To give means we do not open a business for ourselves. Um, we open it because it serves someone, B or C, you know, B2B or B2C, which means another business or another customer. And by the way, there is nothing wrong on or thinking of making money. Of course you should, and you should get paid the right value. You deserve no question about it. It is just the main focus is not about how much I'll take back. It's more about how much I'm willing to give. Question number three, how ready am I to think forward and reshape myself and my business all the time to anticipate and to cope with the fact whatever I'm giving may not be appreciated. Some of my products and services will not find a buyer. Some of my you know, own ways of being and doing are not serving my business. I mean, I could be easily challenged, not because of the way I am, but the way I'm doing things and, and how the business is run. Would I ever be able to let aside my ego and understand this is not about me, it is about my clients, about what is working for them and what is serving their needs and desires? The next question is, how committed am I for a long term? Think of long term versus short term. Most businesses do not survive the three years mark. I mean, we were talking about it in the beginning and they will not make a sustainable profit before the first five years. So we go for a marathon, not a sprint. And there will be time where we will find yourself exhausted and you will think this is far too much and you will feel like giving up. Of course, there will be those times. Yet, if it's the initial mindset about, you know, this will take a while, I'm here for a long run. Knowing that you will know how to prepare yourself for holding on for a long time because you expect it somehow to take a while, isn't it? Uh, now, the last question, question number five, how easy is it for me to cope with crisis and lack of security? This one is by far the most difficult one because in business, we don't necessarily know what will work or what will not work. Some months we have great sales and revenues, some not at all. Some crises may hit us much stronger than a big business um, and we may not necessarily have enough to survive or even to support our families. This is something people don't talk much. In the same time, there is a reason why entrepreneurs, business owners are a minority for now. This one probably being the toughest one. So, so you see, you just go back and, and take all these five questions and give it a, a, an honest, clear answer for you. And if some of these answers are not necessarily satisfying for you, just try and, and, and see what, what else you could do, you know? Um, or maybe you will just reach the conclusion that by answering those specific questions, maybe entrepreneurship is not for you. And that's okay. Honestly, that's okay. And on the other hand, it will at least give you a much more clear view instead of, you know, starting a business because, you know, 
you just have a hobby and and you just want to do and have more free time and make more money just go into those questions and make it clear for you is is it for me or not you see it takes hard work courage leadership business acumen a capacity of innovating and rethinking self and businesses all the time as well as faith knowing that hard times will come and we will do whatever it takes and yet it will be better than any prices we would pay for the so-called financial insecurity working for someone and it does take a little bit of luck of course it does i mean starting the right business in the right time and finally know that if a business is not growing it's because of the business owner it's because of you and i'll talk more about that in the future let's say episodes now know that entrepreneurship has something magic linked to it and when it matches who we are as a personality with what we want to do what are we at best and what are the best of we are at and it does make a difference you know what is matching is who we are what we know to do and where we are providing values and when it does it does make a difference. You see, the aim of this episode is not to discourage, but on the contrary, to set up you for success when starting your next business. Business owners, see it as it is. It is hard, yes, of course it is. It is worth it, hell yes. So now that we know about how to avoid those major mistakes in the next episode, we'll focus more on starting as an entrepreneur and the five tips for a great start. Till next, thank you for listening and enjoy your week. Thank you for listening and for more information on her business coaching, ebooks and mastermind programs, please visit mitraluka.com.